dancing was done. I don't want to see either of you see? dance again, actually. But you got the wrong guy. It wasn't me. Hello, everybody. I'm John Winnie. Jared Bitterman. Oh, Pernacy. And this is the Sci-Fi Rebellion podcast. They were supposed to say oh, it with me, but it, it's it it's no fun. We supposed to do that it's as well. fun because I we knew that it wouldn't work. We'll so I first. actually planned that out to go like <laughs> exactly how it went. That worked so much less than I thought that well, was. It never did it. <laughs> it worked I exactly got, I how I sure predicted. I was supposed to do. It. <laughs> I was like, wait, oh, wait, we're doing this all to get. Oh, well, Winnie's already like halfway through. Cole's I was trying out. to look at you guys. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Rebellion Podcast Show. <laughs> There it is. Wow, you it's actually seconds late. You said we it did. at the same time. Who cares? Pretty much. We did it pretty good. I think we did it pretty good. Indeed. Thanks. That's well, a wrap. <laughs> that's that's been this episode's podcast. We'll that's, see you guys next. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. You know out. we got Make big sure content today, everybody. Subscribe button. You know oh, that there is big. Grab your trousers. This is. We're just on the horizon. We're just a boat. Scraping. In the in the sand boat where and it's the time sand of time. Anakin doesn't like, like it. So yes, I'm, Anakin ooh, hates this. Back. And speaking of Anakin, this week's content might consist mostly of Bad Batch, episode <laughs> six. That's right. With very six very episodes. little Anakin to actually delve into, but you Maybe. can imagine him. You can, he's, he, Hayden Christensen's where the heart is, much yeah. like home. Right in there. Sorry. On the inside. Right, right, right in your boobies. No. That's, Anakin is in, no. Oh, wanna. Nope. Anakin is gone now. He's, no, he's, he's gone. He's in my, he's you in got, my Cole, you gotta accept it. You gotta get over this. You can't keep. He's gone. He's gone. I won't. He's gone. I can't. I can't. No! All right. All well, right. I guess we should maybe talk about the. Uh, that was just that was a great one of the best openers I think no, to date here on the Sci-Fi Rebellion. <laughs> so, All right. What did we think so, of this episode? We had a new episode. Uh, I'll, I'll you know I'll let you guys take the reins on this. I'm merely going to be a passive observer, a passenger on the train. Well, um, this Oriental I, Express. Oh, oh, thoughts yeah so uh i thought it was a pretty good episode i last week i said something about them kind of setting up a potential like bounty hunter type arc and it seems like that is pretty much what they revealed as facts in this episode so that was interesting to see i'm wondering mm -hmm. how much that'll play into their future actions or whether this might be like Mm, sort of a one-time thing especially with the outcome of uh, their feelings about like the rebellion and the fact that they were potentially putting something into wrong hands um but it to me it's seeming more and more strange as we go on how disconnected almost uh the plots that are going on in these kind of fun more fun episodes are from like the actual main seemingly important storyline that we learned about in the early episodes with everything on Camino and everything with Crosshair. It's it's very confusing yeah, to me. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. I was like, all right, we didn't get it last episode, which I said they were kind of doing like an on and off thing, and I think now this is the third episode where we just haven't got anything for that which is like i'll take these small fun adventures but i feel like that worked well for the clone wars because they were very episodic and not really like a one continuous story versus this it just felt like they just kind of dropped it and i feel like now if they just bring it back up closer towards the end i'm gonna be like what the hell were you doing this whole time yeah yeah i, I couldn't like... agree more yeah. i feel like they're putting in little things in each episode that are going to amount to something later, but I think it's just, like, little bread pieces each episode alongside, like, some sort of mission. Mm-hmm. So, we're I think we're just building up slowly to what the actual important part of it all is. Crazy-ass finale. Which is probably going to be just, like, finding out what Omega is, or a little bit more of what she is. Mm-hmm. And why she's so special. Yeah. Well, because she's a girl. And yeah. she's from New Zealand. Well, man. Somehow. Space New, New Zealand. Zealand. She's hey. the last of her kind. When I just watched this last episode with my brother, and he was... I don't know why he was surprised, but he thought it was really funny, and he was also a little surprised that she also had a New Zealand accent <laughs> when she spoke up. He was like, oh, that's hilarious. It's <laughs> a little New Zealand girl running around. <laughs> great i love the accent yeah um what did we all think about she now has oh cole you can i'll let you i'll let you finish up on this thought before we no no it's fine it's whatever nope my thought's gone i'm gone i'm leaving this podcast so be it then i'm starting my own podcast it's called called the the cole sci-fi rebellion Rebellion cole show I was just going to say, I like that she has a weapon now, so that way she can actually do some damage. And that yeah. scene of her just, like, firing it loose in the bar and straight up almost killed people, and they were just like, <laughs> no, you have a blast. You go do you, Omega. And she's like, out? I might try to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Maybe go outside. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty intense weapon, too. Mm-hmm. Like. I feel like a, a pistol blaster would be infinitely easier. <laughs> yeah. That she game. might be able to already thrive with, but mm-hmm. that lady was right. Those noodly arms aren't going to get her anywhere. <laughs> with that yeah. bow. Lizzo. Is... She's like the new Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited Being to see by Lizzo, Lizzo fighting, dude. You know what I mean? They keep, they're kind of setting that up with her going ham on that bow. I feel like eventually we're going to see her throw hands mm-hmm. with someone or, like, help the Bad Batch fight someone, and it's going to be dope. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. We shall have to see. I know that her, like, whole race, I think they're called the Trandoshans or something, are, like, a bunch of, like, elite hunters and whatnot. So, obviously, they vary in terms of morals, but she, I'm sure she's probably well-equipped to take down some foes whether it's the bad batch or the bad batch's enemies is the question these yeah i feel like i feel like she'll end up liking them and Mm -hmm. uh being on their side i got less shady vibes from her this episode than i did last episode yeah more like stern grandma (laughs) yeah like like gandalf if he was a lizard and had no magic powers 
<laughs> Lizard Gandalf. <laughs> Disney, take notes. But with Disney. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> write it down. Write it down. These are important things. Very important. Uh, yeah. What I was going to say earlier. So we'll have to see. Wh- uh, what did we all think about the reintroduction of one of our favorite characters from the most recent season of the clone wars i mean everyone loved these two girls it was i mean across it it hasn't been more similar in as far as people's minds and their opinions on something than with these two girls and just how much everyone loved them and and every episode they were in in the clone wars it was just everyone loved these people right guys Right? Uh, they're just annoying. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. I think that they're probably the most well-developed and likable Star Wars characters we've ever seen in terms of any Star Wars medium. That going all the way back to Luke and Leia and Han. Um, the charisma and their attitudes and just the fun pluckiness. They're almost like too annoying that it makes them not annoying. I just couldn't be... I, To be honest, I'd hope that they just drop Bad Batch and continue with the the trace and rafa i yes. mm, beautiful names too yeah love the bangalore hair i just oh, everything about them is just so completely perfect True. and i just never want to see anybody else in star wars again now that they've been introduced back i couldn't that doesn't more. answer your question <laughs> that is just a hundred percent jared what did you i think legitimately about said god damn it uh, I I just said in my notes, sassy sisters turn. Please no spin off show. I don't like them. <laughs> please, that's that... probably Disney. Take more notes. Take more <laughs> notes. <laughs> Continue. Keep the pencils out. That oh, dude, it was just yeah, so was ridiculous to me. One. I I think something I I said that I sincerely hope is the case on one hand and is not the case on the other hand on the one hand i want disney to use this opportunity with these characters again to attempt to kind of redeem them and maybe make them more likable or better characters uh that's the one thing that i could see happening the other thing that i would also be kind of fine with is if we just never hear from them again i think that would be equally okay in my book Mm-hmm. But I could we're, definitely we're, see Disney we're going running into for a, the, uh... a Rose Tico situation. <laughs> yes. Do we just drop her completely, or do we try to make her work? And uh, if we go the Rise of Skywalker route, we just drop her completely. Just throw her <laughs> in the background of a shot, maybe give her <laughs> give her a line. I have, I have space things to do, so you'll have to have this fun adventure without me. <laughs> that takes up ninety percent of the screen time. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe maybe they just go on a mission that isn't successful one day, and that's why we just don't hear of them anymore. I like it. I like it. Reasonable. I, I would be completely okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Oh my god. I ideally we never we're never gonna see them again in the series. Yeah. Um. Can we, they did fly away? So. Can we consider for a moment that? This channel is now like three for three on theories. Like, what? Well, this is the best theory channel that's on YouTube. 
If you're coming Dude. looking for Star Wars theory, this is the place. We're accurate as hell. Uh, I, I feel just <sighs> totally vindicated in my thoughts now. Wrecker, clearly, clearly demonstrating after yet another uh, yeah. head injury oh, yeah. that or, he is or. ready to follow orders. Just about. He's just about yes. there. Only because he's a good soldier. Who's a good soldier? Who's, Who's gonna a follow? good soldier? Who's a good yeah. soldier? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no yeah that, that definitely solidified all of Winnie's uh, little thought process there from way back. Literally the first time he hit his head. When he's like, yeah. am I diving too deep into this? Or is this a legitimate thing? And then we're like, yeah. oh, you know, still has a headache. Maybe this is something. And then this episode when he bonked his head, which is on the ground, like, good soldiers, good soldiers. I was like, oh, no, when you nail on the head from the get go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 was, wild. that was a good one. It felt good. Felt I'm good. hoping I'm right up with Omega. We'll see. Uh, I'll, I don't have a theory. Um, but I can sure as hell make one. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think that Lizzo is working with the gonk droid to overthrow Palpatine. Now, this isn't confirmed. I do have some insiders at Disney. (laughs) You always go so big. What's big about that? How is that not a down-to-earth realistic theory? I really don't understand why you guys say I'm always shooting for the stars here. Well, we're in Star Wars. Of course I'm going to shoot for the stars. Come on. Come on. That theory's ridiculous. Ah. We we already know that all gonk droids have aligned themselves with the Rebellion, so seeing even one step out of line mm-hmm. call that we we both know that's a ridiculous theory however i do have to agree with you as I we saw that, that we saw, we saw that moment when lizzo looked at the gonk droid and blinked three times in morse code in which we could break it down it was actually binary and she had written out a complex even in just three blinks the message was like three pages long because binary is confusing i think this, yeah. i think this is all based in science exactly. and she said uh gonk and- i'm we need to take down palpatine um please understand that i can't yes. go with you yep. right now as we both know that your brethren are of course yeah. part of the rebellion so who knows she was blinking so much <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, I I think if you go to the time clip uh three twenty three of uh the episode, um Gonk Droid says something along the lines of um Gonk, and uh in reverse, and if if you slow back and you put it in reverse, he actually says, "Albertine is my master," which is like you'd think that's too many syllables for just gonk but because of the yeah. binary code he can flip it and therefore it only Beep sounds like boop, bop, bop, and you're in yep <laughs> boop, bop, bop. it's on that you almost uh, have it it's only on the the final bop in. is the in beep the boop bop 
you're not in. So yeah. I would say out of our three theories, like I don't want to, you know, pat myself on the back here, but I would definitely say I'm probably the most accurate. Just spitballing here. We've seen very little evidence to support either of your theories. Meanwhile, well, I feel like mine's been at the forefront of the show. I mean, I've already had two theories correct here. We have the Wrecker theory. We have the Dave Filoni becoming a lead director on Wallace and Gromit. Um, I, I predicted Gromit. both of those. Yeah, I mean, we we all know about Wallace. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> and I, I just mean, think that you were soon. incredibly lucky with those predictions. Well, versus mine's a lot more thought out, detailed, so on and so forth. <laughs> What gives you the right to right. say such a thing? They, uh... We're moving on from this series. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing confidence in a second. All right. Uh, yeah. So, so besides that, um, Jared, did you have any? You you got anything that you? Uh, I don't know why I keep asking you. Fuck you, Jared. Uh, Cole, what did you think about <laughs> something? What? Did, oh, what did you think about the the ending? The ending bit. When they're on the ship, the sisters. So, as you can tell, my favorite Star Wars characters, Trace and Rafa, get a little snippet at the end where they're like, yo, we picked up this thing, and it's a good thing. Um, we did all the work ourselves. We definitely didn't have anybody helping us out that then gave us the key to the puzzle. Otherwise, we walked away empty-handed. <laughs> they said, hey, we got this thing. You're in a robe. Feel like you could use this thing. And now, that got me speculating. It's behind the robe. Now, in Star Wars, typically, we've seen robes applied to two different groups of people. We've seen the Jedi, and for some reason, politicians. So, could be a politician, like Winnie might have suggested in some off-screen notes, that it could be Bail Organa, since they're looking, you know, Trace and Rafa are talking about how they're starting a rebellion or that are a part of the uprising rebellion so it could very much be bail organa however my brother a bigger star wars nerd than i am had said that r7 the astromech droid that was in the ship actually belongs to ahsoka and i thought to myself well ahsoka sure likes robes as much as the next jedi and disney loves throwing ahsoka in things right now like, it's like, even though they weren't, Ahsoka wasn't made by Disney, it's like their big character that they like to use to, like, oh, shit, Ahsoka's in this, I'm gonna go watch Rebels. Oh, Ahsoka's in this, I'm gonna go watch Mandalorian. Like, it, it seems like they're really proud of it. And the new Clone Wars season was pretty much almost entirely Ahsoka. They cut a lot of different story arcs that were supposed to happen, but they just made it more Ahsoka-focused. So, you know, I'm probably leaning towards Ahsoka, but I would not be surprised if it was like Bail or Ghana or I, I can't think of anybody else that like be big or thematically important. I'm 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 pretty much a hundred percent on that being Bail or Ghana, or at least I'm one hundred percent on it not being Ahsoka because they address it as a he, like the the person that they're talking to in the hologram. Did they um, say that? Yeah, I they don't did. They that. did. I I rewatched the episode and that was something that I was looking for and they were like let's see what he thinks or something like that but they they do address it as a he okay so i'm with the robes too that is kind of exactly how bales he always has that like really heavy type robe in the clone wars so i think it i yeah. think that's him and with the whole rebellion thing 
makes sense that they'd be reporting. It seems kind of weird that they thought he would be so interested about knowing about some some clones that were defective or whatever. That seems odd. Other than maybe they're just like, maybe you could recruit these guys. Yeah, like they could be some freedom fighters or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely interesting. I mean, I whether it's Ahsoka or Bail Organa, I'd be equally intrigued to... Uh, Hello? Cole. Uh, he is I was dropped worried. off. I was worried. Mine was dropped broken. off. Can Cole, you hear me? Just briefly broke can I be away. heard? You can be heard. You can be heard. You can be seen. Aww. But for a moment there, it was just Jared I, and I patiently waiting. You were, Disney, you were paused. Jared and I, I Disney Jared knew, was so still Disney that I knew that I was spin straight facts. <laughs> <laughs> Disney knew I was <laughs> spitting straight facts, and they didn't want anything to be spoiled. So they, they, they were like, cut him off. They cut, cut off the stream. Off. They cut me off. Yeah. Find his IP address. <laughs> Cole speaks no uh, Google, show me this man's balls. <laughs> I, I'll show them to you right now. Nope. Gosh. Nope. Sit, sit down. Today, we're going to see Cole's balls on stream. <laughs> sit down and do not be humble, as Kendrick once said. Ken. Yikes. Yikes, am I right? <laughs> I mean, besides so, that, we uh, we could give it a, a an overall rating. Was there anything else that was uh, pertinent that you guys noticed? I do have a last thought, but I'll let one of you guys go first if you have any final thoughts on the episode. I was just gonna say that uh, overall, I, I, I pretty I liked this episode for the most part, but uh, I really enjoyed the the part where they were using old droids with the yeah. commander droid oh. to fight all the other droids, and I was like, yeah, yeah that's that's a nice little scene there. Reminded like me of that. Of the Star Wars Rebels episode, I, I watched very little of that show, but there was an episode where they also activated old battle droids. That's to, in Clone uh, Wars. Like the stormtroopers, and they're like just oh, so dumb. Just just like, all right, oh, following yeah. orders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one guy's like, "Wait, yeah. what are we doing?" Yeah, he's, he's like, like "All right, I'm just, following orders." <laughs> he just jumped on the back of the one guy. He was just going I, like that. I just love hearing their banter so There's, much. So funny. I, I was one of wondering the underrated aspects of the show. <laughs> I was wondering what they'd be up to now that they're all just activated there, and then their like commander just left. They're all just gonna be like, I guess we'll hunt, <laughs> hunt down all Every the police on this planet. The door, they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just slowly try to overthrow the planet. <laughs> like we they were told back. to attack. <laughs> <laughs> We will attack till we die. <laughs> um, but any any final thoughts from you, Winfred? Um, nothing really. I I mean, really again, hard. it it was one of those episodes really that hard. seemed like not super vital. There was uh the whole Trace and Rafa set up clearly for rebellion stuff in the future. 
and then somewhat of a mm-hmm. learning plot for the Bad Batch to be like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be doing so much illegal stuff uh, or not doing it without <laughs> understanding exactly Oosh. what we're getting into. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, it was yeah. A, a mid-tier episode. I uh, I really hope we get to see the, the conclusion to the story of all those droids on that planet. I'm hoping to see those droids. <laughs> I mean, the intelligence that they have to have, right? They probably have so much information in them. So maybe they'll just yeah. develop a new society of of higher yeah. intelligence droids. Well, I think because they're mostly, like, just the normal ones, I think they're kind of dumb. But I would still love to see a society of these, like, (laughs) these old Clone Wars battle droids that are just chilling. We lost our commanders, so now we're just kind of hanging out, living life. They're (laughs) rebelling droids. They they just go out and try to live life. Go out, hit the town, (laughs) sip some oil, a bit of lean. (laughs) A little something, something. A little something, something. Get um, greased up. But yeah, no, I I agree with. <laughs> I agree with Winnie in the sense that it definitely felt like another mid-tier episode. Like I wasn't. I the moments of the show that I have loved so far that were like this is something that I would easily recommend to everybody. I felt like has been kind of dropped at this point. Uh, so whether that's a much more like subjective kind of personal thing or whether that's something to how a lot of other people feel i'm not entirely sure so i'm just a little disappointed that we haven't really seen much from crosshair or the transition from the republic to the empire just a lot of more like smaller stuff and more focus on bad batch which is obviously the focus of the show but i don't know i'm not loving this show like clone wars my favorite star wars piece of media this show it's a very it's a fun watch, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, if you like Star Wars, you have to watch this show. I'm like, if you like the Clone Wars, you'll probably like this. Yeah, I'm but pretty much I'm there not, with that. I won't I'm not gonna I'm not enamored by it. So hopefully it picks up a little bit. I again let me let me look up how many episodes are in Great vernacular use. I wanna know if we're near it. Thank you. I appreciate that. My vernacular is immaculate. Vernacular uh, is strong. He sur- I so think it's 16, I think I read. Season one of Bad Batch? No. 300. What? What, do you know- what episode are we on? Six. Six. Okay. Okay. That makes me... I was going to say, I was like... Oh, the first result I see on Google, it says number of seasons one, number of episodes six. And I was like... That was the finale. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, that was horrible. Uh, no, it what does a say finale. It does say sixteen episodes. The finale date is in August, so 16. we we got time. We, we got, got ten got episodes to rope it on in, pull in the plot, add There's some Jedi building. to it. There's so some building. Sci-fi rebellion will last at least that long. Exactly that long. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we might. We could just die after that. Who knows? We could World die at any point. End. I saw a bird yesterday. That's very true. And he got hit by a car. Death. At any time. You'd at th- any place. You'd think it's that... A very, it's a very obvious thing a lot of times because the feathers go all over. That is true, yeah. You'd think that a bird 
with the you know capability of flight would uh <laughs> with the power of flight i mean like uh, if I was a bird personally, I wouldn't be going down. Like if I could go hundreds of feet in the air, I probably wouldn't stick to that lower five, six feet range, <laughs> just Seems... due to the amount of obstacles that there are. Yeah, <laughs> all these land dwelling creatures. Yeah, and then maybe if you're looking for worms, like hit the forest, not like uh, the city streets. <laughs> <laughs> any worms around here? Any soil? But they know if they stay there, they can get like a pizza slice, man. Yo, that is true. Depend what kind of bird we talk. I don't what think pigeons want? could pick berries up berries or a pizza slice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, from a bird's perspective, I'm pretty sure they would just want food. But I could be wrong. I'm I'm not a bird, and that nor do I have the capability of flight. So it's hard for me to say. Do you have the power of flight? I'd like to move on Shazam! to the subject. <laughs> <laughs> add this effect and lightning and yeah uh, yeah no turning it's done into it's done really by yeah no it's perfect it looks yeah. great right now you look exactly Shazam. Yep. thanks i hope everyone just listens wow to this, so. it's so convincing <laughs> <laughs> really for just our audio listeners we're getting a lot here <laughs> Well, um, I mean, uh, so yeah, let's rate, let's rate this, let's rate it. I'm thinking, uh, can't finish without mm. rating. All right, Bad Batch, season one, episode six. Um, if I had, if I had to, uh, read through this book, the worst case scenario survival handbook travel if i if i read this book and then went on a uh, expedition by myself i would have to know uh how to lose someone who is following me that's how i'd write the episode yeah out of all the situations yeah that's what i would have to i'd be like oh i'm I'm in the forest i read the book but now i gotta recall how do I lose someone in the forest if they're following, you know? That's fair. That's an apt description. Jared? Um, if you went to the store and bought two packs of gum and made a gum chang, <laughs> the, Is that whole, it? the whole... <laughs> The whole thing would stretch to maybe across the street. That's just. Wow. I feel like that was just a fact. That's a lot of gum. <laughs> Did you measure that? <laughs> Jared has just been. He's been doing math over there on gum. And he's like, gum facts. You've subscribed to gum facts. Welcome. Gum fact number 69. Um. All right. Reasonable. We're really, really scraping the bottom of the barrel for, <laughs> for these ratings. That was a great one. I um, thought mine was pretty descriptive. It was descriptive for sure. <laughs> Try. Just how, just how far down you had to reach for that description. Uh, <laughs> so. What, what do you want from me? Better. More. 
Better content. <laughs> <laughs> a quality quality word usage. <laughs> um for my rating, I suppose. Uh if you were at a, if this show was a pizza shop and you walked into said pizza shop and you said, Hey, how do you feel about Bad Batch? I would imagine the manager would say something along the lines of, you can get three toppings on your slice of pizza. The pizza! <laughs> and that's that. So, Wow. What those three toppings are, I'm not going to say. We leave it's the open-ended. endings very anonymous. <laughs> like, you're not quite sure when it ends. I was hoping nope. that, Jared, I was hoping yours was just going to end at the beginning half. I was like that. That would have been incredible. <laughs> you could, you if you take two bags of gum, of gum links. and you make a chain out of them, and it was just was that. That's it. That's yeah. my rating. <laughs> Amazing. Well, well here's I hoping they can. We're nailing them now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Here's hoping they can. Yeah, get this back on track. Here's I hoping feel like that there's a lot, a lot of potential for sure. Here's hoping that they can make a chain of gum that reaches two streets long true that no too or much maybe gum. six toppings on a pizza it or just, whatever the hell winnie said well, I would or have bought more maybe gum. how to make animal traps which would be much more relevant when you're in the forest versus having to lose someone following you. and useful yeah well yeah usually when i'm in a forest i only have like five people following me so listen That's if odd. you ever in need and have a lot of gum i bet you wouldn't have thought to make a rope, gum, mm, yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I I fully agree with that, Jared. I, I couldn't be more on board I, with that I, statement. And I would be there to let you know <laughs> that that's not it going to be in your your book. <laughs> I'd have to, look. I'd have to look. Got to live life. That's very similar to how to I remove like a leech. So. I could probably use my leech How removal to remove knowledge. A leech? Are you gonna string together How to leeches? Find water on it. This is a, a very odd book. Use that as a rope. That is a very odd book. They're like <laughs> they're odd. like when you get on a plane, make note of all exits and count the number of rows between your seat and the nearest exit. This is for people who are like hypochondriacs and they're like at any time, <laughs> at any time, I can have to survive. Life. I need to know how to get out of any situation. <laughs> Every place is a jungle with predators. <laughs> All yeah. right. So clearly, we've run out of content to talk about. <laughs> as it were, there was a certain lack of content this week. So we've decided to actually shift our focus to something that is very very soon now in fact as you watch this you may have already seen the first episode of this show and it's called locust the new disney show about um the seven year cycle of the locust yeah Uh, they're also making another show called loki Loki. yeah yes loki (laughs) Loki, Which, yeah, that much one. Less in, much less interesting than the Locust show, yeah. to be yes. honest. Not nearly Time as... Time travel, cicadas. 
living on sleeping underground for seven years, potentially turning into a female at some, times. You know, these it's are a magical yeah, mischief. It's a tough choice between Dude, all these sorts, two things. all sorts of things. I think it. Okay, well let's Very true. Very let's true. get into uh, let's get into the background of Loki as a character. Like maybe just go through some of his his historical presence in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then talk a bit about uh, our thoughts and feelings towards him at given times and where we think this show might take him. Um, Cole, would you like to begin? Okay. I can. I sure can. I have no thoughts. Well, that's a no good thoughts. thought. Wow. Hmm. I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most people empty. don't. I no nothing in my noggin going on. Uh, Loki is a frost giant who was stolen by Anthony Hopkins as a wee wee lad, and then Anthony Hopkins says, "You will never be king because Thor has blonde hair and you have black hair," and Loki says, "That's kind of fucked up. I like horns," and Odin said, "No." So it can't be if, horny. Can't be horny all the time. So I just really w- hope we get to see more horns from Loki. So then yeah. Loki got thrown in horny jail for like ten years time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet four score. <laughs> uh so yeah, on a much more serious note. <laughs> Loki, I think, started out fantastic, easily the best part of Thor, and a great first villain for the Avengers to fight. Uh, very charismatic, very mischievous, but you could like see him being redeemed. And it seemed like Marvel recognized that that was about the only good villain they had come up with at that point, and used him consistently. Yeah, to which I when him. I loved him, loved him, much like how Disney loves Ahsoka, just throwing people, Ahsoka into stuff, they loved love throwing Loki. Too. So when I saw him die in Infinity War, I was like, wow, that was a, a, a brutal death, and B, a good end to his saga, as he died doing a very noble and heroic act. Yeah. And I was like, I'm glad we can finally lay Loki to rest. And then in Endgame, he, oh, whoa, hang on. Okay, there we go. And then in Endgame, he survived. And I was like, cool, kind of done with Loki. And but now he's dealing with like time travel, and the show looks really interesting and unique. So I'm actually excited for the show, but not in, it hadn't been until I had seen some promotional material for it beforehand when I just heard the news. I was like, I could not care less. Yeah, it it's such a crazy thing, honestly, to see him survive this long as a character and pretty much remain like beloved for the most part by the fans. Like it's hard. It's a hard thing, especially when he's an asshole. Like ninety nine percent of the time, but then the one percent he's like saying funny shit or getting beat up mm-hmm. by Hulk, and everyone's like, "Yay, good!" Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, yeah, I'm so excited for this. I yeah, personally, I've loved Loki's character throughout. I remember watching Thor for the first time, and Avengers. That was just insane. He was really just an excellent villain Such in a that great movie. They showed him as being, like, sane, but at the same time, like, power is clearly the driver behind some of his insanity. 
and it, the fact that he can always somehow manage yeah. to mm-hmm. find power again and again, like we saw in Ragnarok, that was a hilarious moment when when uh, Thor walks into the arena there, and it's like, oh wait. But yeah, th- there's so many moments that I can remember with Loki, Loki. that are just like <laughs> some of the, some of the prized prized things that are prized moments, honestly, in the MCU history. So I sincerely hope that they do his character justice. And maybe bring it back around for like a full, complete redemption, kind of like what we were getting at the beginning of Infinity War, but it got taken away from us. And it snapped that shit down a little too fast. It was like, I meant more like a neck snap rather than a snap snap. (laughs) But fair enough. (laughs) Each their own. Yeah, I'm excited to to see loki a lot more in this show and uh i think it's gonna be really good i well hope my hopes are high i just hope it's gonna be as gnarly as we've seen and different because i like when they try to do something different Um, feels very different and definitely feels different feels fresh um but i also like loki as like a character he's pretty dope you, you never can quite trust which side he's going to flip in in the end. He pretty much seems like he's just going to go for whoever he thinks is going to win. Unless he's, like, defending his brother in the end. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see him fending for himself for a little bit without a constant babysitter of somebody really freaking powerful. So... Okay. Maybe he'll be a, a bit more malicious since it seemed like his brother was always like the North Star that kind of like yeah, got exactly. him back on track. But now that, like you said, he's acting solely for his individual. And also we have to think that this isn't the Loki that went through Thor 2 and Ragnarok and Infinity War. This is Loki right after Avengers where he got his ass beat trying to conquer the world and is now just thrown into the situation. That's pretty see. nuts. Yeah. He hasn't learned a lot. Mm-mm. He hasn't learned. Yeah, he's still more, of more of a. You know, we did mm-hmm. it once. We and right. He'll learn. We... He'll learn the same lessons in a much more Owen Wilson kind of way. Yeah, you think he'll he'll be like good by the end of the series, or better? <sighs> Maybe. Good and good and not the way that we're used to from Loki. It'll be interesting to see if they try to flip him to, like, a hero, almost. I hope not. (laughs) I'm just... As much as I love, like, villains learning and growing as people, sometimes I'm like, a villain is a villain. Yeah, I think he should never be fully trusted. He can be trusted in a moment, but not, like, at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. I just don't want to see too many of these villains end up becoming, like, anti-heroes or straight-up heroes, like... Even Zemo and Falcon the Winter Soldier, I was like, you didn't try to fuck them over once. I was like, this seems like, as much, you say you hate super soldiers and you're letting one with a metal arm just run around. So, I don't know. I feel like if anything, we're probably going to get like a more Thor 2 kind of version of Loki, where he's still definitely on the bad side, but he's like, hey, I got to help people out. Because, you know, like you said, he's good at heart. Yeah. 
Well, everyone... They're, comf they're comfortable as hell, but... While Cole is actively putting away his underwear, I've decided we to gather right you all here in order to <laughs> apologize for a notable lack of a certain part of this episode, which happens to be uh, the latter, like, third of this episode. Now, uh, <laughs> a certain turn of events took place, which were out of the control of any of our hands. Um, some software decided hands. that it had it, it was it was done, it was done, and it was time to turn into a robot, uh, and robot. it took oh. with it the ability for my computer to record audio. Uh, so but you know what? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? No one cares. Did, did anyone care. listen this far? That's the question. We could just not tell any of our friends that this happened. And then they'll okay. be like, find out how far they actually listen. Did you watch it? So this is for the real ones out there. Just know that there's like most of the podcast and enjoy that. <laughs> enjoy that. There's really that. know that that was the better part. And, and uh, today, today's this week's, this week's challenge is to enjoy the, the end equally as much despite the severe lack of content. Yep. The t today's challenge is to just enjoy that part equally, 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 and that's how we'll know you're a real one. If you're a real gamer, if you, if you love the fact that I'm putting away laundry, and and with that we should all um, yeah. we should all just we should all make a a beautiful sound for this person listening. I'm gonna make this sound. Jared? <laughs> okay. Alright. What it, you got? What sounds you got, huh? What sounds you got? Uh, we're gonna get close for this one. <laughs> And now Orgy. Oh. <laughs> I think okay. we should start having brief excerpts from Wallace and Gromit at the end of the podcast. Just one page <laughs> each week. We could cover oh. the whole book in a year. I think so. <laughs> and then review the book. Well, everyone, again, enjoy what's there, you know? And don't think about how bad this podcast really is. Just think about how much you love this podcast and how great it is. It's so good. <laughs> That's what you should be All the thoughts on. that you have running through your head do the exact opposite. Unless and I mean that for everyday thinking... life as well. Oh, oh, just for everything. Okay. It With for that, everything. have a backwards, sideways, left right side uh down down in the middles uh left again right and is that music i hear oh Wait, it is it's a sick beat